I don't know. But I'm going to at Luke Wilson on Twitter and I'm going to fucking be like, hey, how much for you to fly out here and get into a boxing match with my wife? (laughs) (laughs) She would like to know she could beat you in a fight. Either way, I win. (laughs) No, just at Luke Wilson, how much to punch my wife. There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave, Abbott, Casey, Yeehaw! and Juice. <laughs> Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Casey, what's this month's theme? Sad. Sad West partner. We are getting dirty boots going out in the wilderness as none of us would actually do in real life and watching awful westerns. You say awful, I say yeah, they're pretty bad. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Even Juice can't contest that. Oof. No. I mean, but we've seen some interesting things this month. We saw a 3D Western. We saw Megan Fox's weird wasp body. Love you, babe. Oh, no. (laughs) And then we got to see James Bond's hot body, but only in the dark for three seconds. Yeah, he could have taken his shirt off a little bit more in that movie. Thank you. It was one time and you couldn't see anything. You got the cowboy pants. Well, the last couple weeks were great, Casey, but Jay, we're continuing. What did you do for us this week? This week, we watched 2015's Ridiculous Six from oh. Adam Sandler and starring a million famous people. Millions sort of famous Okay. People. Like six actually famous people. Yeah, Touché. if you melted them down, they would make six actually famous people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's how people work, Casey. I've when watched you- enough Full Metal Alchemist to know that it almost <laughs> is. And six is almost ten people. The recipe was supposed to yield ten, but I got six. You know baking's weird. Well, since we're out in the Old West, I'm pretty sure elevators don't work yet. And if they do, they're definitely (laughs) not at the bar we're patronizing. That's fair. Well, we've had a bit to drink and we can't technically drive our horses home. So we have to hitch a ride across the West. But there's like no room for you and me and Taylor Lautner. You know, Jacob from Twilight. Oh, well, I guess that makes sense. He's a lot bigger than me. Yeah, there's no room in the car for him. So... We have to do the old tin can out of wedding routine and drag behind the car by our necks. Unfortunately, you don't have Jacob's thick ass neck, so you're gonna choke to death in about ten seconds, Jay. So thick. With wow, your... that's a long time. Yeah, you Go know me. what? It's one of the hardest ways to kill someone, or I mean, harder than you'd think. So oh. you have about ten seconds before your pretty little neck snaps. Sell me on the ridiculous six. Billy Madison dresses up like a Native American and recruits a motley crew of half-brothers to rob their way into Daddy's heart. Six seconds. Well on you, sir. Yeah, for a two-hour movie, that summed it up pretty nicely. That's literally the it. That's the whole plot (laughs) of the movie. Okay, so we'll just use that on repeat for the next 30 minutes and we're done, I guess. Well, Case, if I only have 10 seconds, I'm sure that you only have 10 seconds. So, what? in the 10 seconds before you're also choked... You saying I got a bird neck? <laughs> I don't have a bird neck like you. Why don't you sell us on this movie? 
Little Nicky and friends perform a high school rendition of Blazing Saddles. Badly. So fucking badly. Eight seconds. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I didn't quite know where you stopped there. I stopped counting halfway through, so I'm gonna go with you, Jay. You know yeah, what? Was, Remember it, when we didn't realize when this movie stopped <laughs> and we realized it was stopping and oh wait, there's still twenty two minutes left? Yeah. Yeah. Neither of you mentioned the donkey poop, and I feel like that's important to really set the proper expectations for the movie. Yeah, because I thought this opened up and I'm like, right. you know, this isn't what? gonna be completely awful. Yeah. And then within five minutes you get donkey shitting on wall. <laughs> Okay, all right, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's first talk about the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. White Knife is a Native American raised warrior. And also, Adam Sandler. Yeah, let that sink in. This is where it starts. Right, think Billy Madison impersonating Clint Eastwood with a Native American accent. Mm. Hard air quotes. Left alone after his mother was shot, he was adopted by the Apache. He grew up to develop special powers like illusion magic and matrix-level knife throwing, and he <laughs> fell in love. On the evening of his wedding, his real father, Nick Nolte, shows up and pitches a sad tale about how he's done dying and quit robbing. Also, he says that he has consumption, which is tuberculosis, and is coughing all over the place. Sir, we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Please, please <laughs> stay home. Write a letter. I mean, I thought bandanas were like really popular in the West. Fucking put that shit up. And like you're trying to save a pretty mug anyway. Anyway, back to the ridiculous six. Nolte's old gang shows up and takes him away to find the 50k. Knowing that Nolte is going to lead the old gang to a fake spot and die, Sandler decides to raise the money to save him. Dun, ba, da, da. Raise money? Really? You mean Galavan around the West playing pseudo Robin Hood? Right, because he doesn't, like, do a Salvation Army thing where he rings a bell for money. He just starts <laughs> robbing people like Nolte. <laughs> the bell would let no. you know that they're coming, Dave. They're, they're robbing bad people, Dave. Right. All right, first they knock over a bank uh, where he meets a lady of the evening and learns he has a half-Mexican brother, played by Rob Schneider, because, of course, Rob Schneider said it. It's an Adam Sandler film. Yep. Doing the worst accent. Oh, dear God. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I can say that was the worst one. There were a lot of bad ones. Yeah, let's not spend too long on it, but like, I just want to throw it out there. Is it even the worst Rob Schneider accent? <laughs> right. Like, I've definitely seen him do worse. I don't know. You yeah. forgot smoking device. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the two brothers make their escape with the help of a simple country boy played by Taylor Lautner. Uh, Taylor lets them ride on his cart, and they all learn that he's got three nipples, a really strong neck, and is also Adam Sandler's brother. Of course. Yeah. So together, they all run away from the law and hide in a shack. The shack just so happens to contain Mute Mountain Man, Jorge Garcia, whose special powers include choking people right good and charades. Yeah. How else do you expect the poor country boy to communicate? Kit Kat from Hudson Hawk used those awesome cards, right? Yeah, but that was also because Kit Kat was half David Caruso. <laughs> he was still all amazing. So let me guess. Herm shows that uh, he's uh, the next brother, right? You're spot on, Juice. But watching Jorge Garcia grunt humping to explain that Nick Nolte is his dad to set up a vinegar stroke <laughs> jokes from Adam Sandler was just a special kind oh, of hell. No. Anyway, they had to steal a giant gold nugget from Harvey Keitel, the size of a fucking man's torso. 
Which is size of Harvey Keitel's torso. (laughs) Specifically (laughs) modeled after. Damn. He's not that big. He's like Casey Kasem size. He's a tiny man. But that's still a big fucking rock to steal. Uh, There's only four of them, so Sandler picks up his final two brothers. First, Luke Wilson, with the power to lose a fight without spilling his drink. Whoa, isn't that Casey's power? Yeah. I I have seen it in action. Okay, it's kind of like Michael Jack... It's kind of like Michael Jordan's power where it's like 90% practice. No. (laughs) To be specific, Casey's power is falling over without spilling her drink. And then the next step up in the Pokemon evolution is Luke Wilson losing a fight without spilling his drink. And then finally you've got Jackie Chan winning a fight without spilling his drink. It's a scale. Gotcha. Gotcha. I think I'm a lot closer to Luke Wilson than you think I am. (laughs) I'm not saying that you are. What I am saying is that I do want to see you fight Luke Wilson while both parties are drunk. (laughs) And holding drinks. Yeah, I definitely pay to see that match. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's we'll start go fund me about it. It's like I would pay to do it. Casey from Shitty Cinema wants to box Luke Wilson. Pay for, so right. we can set this It's like match Indian up. wrestling, but instead of tying the arms together, they're just hooked together with drinks that they can't spill. And finally, Terry Crews, who can play the piano with his penis and is Terry Crews strong. Also, we need to add Terry Crews because I would like him to play the music at Luke Wilson and I's drunk fight. Do you think he can play a flute with his hands and a piano with his penis at the same time? Or is that like rubbing his belly and patting his head? Like, even though both limbs are capable of it, he can't do it simultaneously. It just takes practice. It's like playing the drums. Yeah, if you told Terry Crews he didn't, he couldn't, he would definitely prove you wrong. All right. The group steals the giant gold nugget and kills Harvey Keitel. Now, as the ridiculous six, they ride together to catch up to Nolte's old gang. Right. And they get into some shenanigans along the way. In a let's try to channel Monty Python kind of way, Sandler's trying to find dad's biggest score and finally realizes that it's where he met his mom. Touching? The movie says it is. Touching me. Yeah, I was going to say like. That's where their parents banged. I was touched. Every story was was about this dude banging their moms. Yeah. Sandler shows up and his dad's old gang is now being run by Danny Trejo, who has not killed his dad yet. They give him the money, but Sandler isn't satisfied because, dun-dun, turns out, <laughs> Trejo is the one that killed his mom. Dun-dun. <gasps> I don't... Dun. Was it even supposed to be a big reveal? Like, I didn't even care at this point. This is a two-hour movie. We're an hour 30 in Yeah, now. no, he yep. had a Lucky Charms tattoo <laughs> on his hand, and we're supposed to, like... I'm sure there's a fun, you were on, you know, MDMA at a festival and got that tattoo and it felt great, Danny Trejo, and you had, like, flowers in your hair. But I just want to get this movie. We could have killed you off in the beginning and the movie could have been a half hour. It could have been the longest SNL (laughs) sketch ever. (laughs) Sandler gets his revenge, but one more plot twist. (gasps) Nolte, turns out, is too notorious to rob anyone anymore. So he tricked his sons into doing it for him. And this whole film was just a setup for him to get his bastard children to commit robberies. Now, I want to kill Nick Nolte. Why? Because... He, it's his character's fault the movie was made. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, you had to ask why. There's 101 reasons. <laughs> I can't understand you, McNulty. 
Sandler and the other ridiculous six are not happy about this because they insist they're not criminals despite all the crime. Yeah. Irony? Question mark? As insurance, Nolte grabs Sandler's soon-to-be wife, which makes him real angry. The ridiculous six detonate some TNT, and in the commotion, Sandler saves his fiance. Ah, but instead of killing Daddy Nolte, he just gets him locked up. They won't let him out. And then we get about twenty more minutes of additional endings, give or take, yeah. uh, where everybody gets a happy ending because Sandler gets married, and all of the Apache adopt his half brothers, and now they're all part of the tribe. What a warm and fuzzy ending! I feel so violent. <laughs> it's like reaching under the fridge and feeling a big ass patch of mold. It is warm because, you know, that's where the exhaust for the fridge is. And it's fuzzy because it's moldy as fuck. So, yeah, it's it's like accidentally touching mold. That's how this movie ended. That's how this made me feel. I would rather oh, have a, a blind that. touching mold moment than two hours of the ridiculous six. Is it because like, the mold is teeming with all of the famous characters, semi-famous characters that this no, movie contains? No, because I can just wash my hand. I can't <laughs> wash what this movie was off of me. I wish okay. I would have waited till tomorrow to record. I'm so angry right now. Why <laughs> would have tomorrow been any different? I could have calmed down a bit. I'm just mad. Okay. Case I gotta what? say I'm I kudos to your choice of words because I'm real uncomfortable with the journey you just took me through. I'm the warm <laughs> and fuzzy like, there. Two hours, I got a lot of shit going on. Two hours was a lot, and fuck you, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, the burrow is it dating Rob Schneider or is it more like a child to Rob Schneider? No, or both? it's. It's like it's like a dog. It's like a pet. It's his closest pet. It's his best friend. Yeah, but is he fucking it? Is what I'm asking. I don't think no. so. He was sending some mixed no. signals in the beginning. No, he at the beginning he specifically said that they had banged girls together. He and the donkey. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Was that it? All right, okay. Good. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not good. It's I like mean, a frat bro know. sort of uncomfortable relationship. Right. Okay. Except one of them is Rob Schneider. I feel bad for the donkey. I do too. Right? I don't know. He seemed pretty happy. I mean, I wouldn't be happy if I could super soaker poop out of my ass on command. Like, really? That that means my owner has been using me wrong, like feeding me the wrong things. I don't know. Anytime that I have a super soaker shit, I feel fucking fantastic. I mean, I can do it on command. I just need about 12 to 16 hours notice. That's not on command. That's prep time. That's by reservation only. (laughs) I'm available for kids' parties, bar mitzvahs. um, You know. Can I find you on open table? Of course. (laughs) And back pages. You know, for adult parties. Oh no, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, now Fred seized it. Dave, I need to ask you. You say that Adam Sandler. Repeats a joke three times until it's not funny. Is that like his version of Bloody Mary? Like that's how he guarantees his <laughs> movies aren't funny is just say it, write something three times. They'll stop laughing by the third time, even if it was legitimately funny the first. I mean, come on. Dane Cook already perfected that in stand up. You think that people would realize this by now? <laughs> no, okay. because he was popular for a while. The pills. Yeah. 
I know at least <laughs> two of us on this call owned Adam Sandler stand-up albums. Multiple of them. Okay. So that's too guilty. I don't know. Juice, Casey? I feel personally targeted by that. I was a kid. My, my uh-huh. tastes were okay. trash. Uh-huh. And okay. you owned it. That's three. Exactly. Juice, did you own any of the Adam Sandler albums? No, I didn't. To be completely honest, okay. though I did have a so, friend that would play whatever comedy song album he had in his car all the fucking time. Well, point being, at least three out of the four of us can now confirm this. Every Adam Sandler album has one great bit that's like track two or track three that gets driven into the goddamn ground when he repeats the same damn bit on track like seven and 12. And can I just get a little spooky ookie yeah. on you for a second? Friday at work, someone brought in Sloppy Joe's, and we both couldn't stop singing Sloppy Joe, Sloppy, <laughs> Sloppy Joe. And so we're like, what is that from? Oh, yeah, the Lunch Lady song. It, oh, my God, it was so funny. And then we played it, and I was just like, no. That was no. no, it wasn't. No, it's not. And it's too fucking long, just like this movie. Yeah. It has like 10 seconds of good comedy in it, and then just yes. Adam Sandler just noodling. Just noodling. Oh my god, his voice is making me crazy. Making me fucking crazy. I will say, Adam Sandler doing a more serious voice and always kind of never getting above this decibel was okay for me. We got his his little once when he was fucking walking or when he was tormenting uh, Smiley. But other than that, it was, he was just kind of. Just as bad as his dad, to be completely honest. I'll agree with you on that. He didn't do the usual, like, kind of shit. It wasn't good, no. No. But it was the least annoying Adam Sandler voice I've heard throughout an entire film. Of course, that's why Rob um, Schneider had to pick up the slack. Yeah. I mean, the, there were people competing, I feel like. Yeah, Herm but, definitely got in there as well. I'm not with you guys on the voice. I don't think it's great, Adam Sandler, because Adam Sandler can do serious acting. Punch Drunk Love is fantastic. So, Fluke. I love Punch Drunk Love, too, but maybe it was an accident. Yeah. I haven't seen him, but Rain Over Me and Uncut Gems are supposed to be really good Adam Sandler serious roles. So, like, it's not like it's beyond his range, but this is a comedy, right? Or it's supposed to be a comedy. This is Adam Sandler takes a dude ranch vacation with his friends and writes it off. That's every fucking Adam Sandler movie, though. But this time it's on a dude ranch, and this time (laughs) it's, like, more offensive than usual. And this time it's paid for by Netflix. Well... I didn't know that Adam Sandler was friends with Luke Wilson, so because he's in this movie, he yeah. plays the super drunk brother that accidentally lets Abraham Lincoln get assassinated on his watch while he's taking a date. <laughs> I mean, accidents yeah, don't just st- happen, though. He was incompetent. He feels he- bad about it. What Wilson told John Wilkes Booth where Lincoln was. He didn't know he wanted to kill him. He thought he wanted an autograph. Hey, when you got to poop, you got to poop, and everybody poops. Hey, <laughs> Jurassic Park taught me that. Casey, is Luke Wilson your favorite of Adam Sandler's brothers? Absolutely. Well, he's kind of tied with Terry Crews and Taylor Lautner, but yes. You got a three-way tie? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was intense. I got to put my foot down for Terry Crews. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Terry Crews can play the piano with his penis, and I believe that is in real life. Can we talk about the worst brother? The worst, worst brother? 
Which one's the worst, worst brother? Adam Sandler. <laughs> he's a brother yeah, in not this. Not wrong. Uh, he's got uh, the best power set. Yeah, I was really, I was really hoping this was gonna be more like Steve Odenkirk Kung Pao style when I saw oh, yeah. the opening yeah. fight scene with yeah. the uh, the left eye gang, and those are the bad <laughs> guys that <laughs> pulled all their left eyes out. Supposedly. No, they pulled their right eye out. They the only. Right oh, you're right. They pulled the right eye out and then come to find out after Steve Zahn pulls his right eye out and is left with his bad left eye that nobody else actually did it and they were horrified <laughs> that he actually did it. But they all still wear patches over their eyes. I was horrified that he actually did it too. That scene, Dave actually looked away and took his headphones off during that scene. Yeah, I know f- because it's, it's fucking gross and it went on for a, on a long cave time. Ball, Dave. No, it's a shadow on a cave. I understand taking a man digging his eye out with a spoon. Yeah, it's very edible. (laughs) Freud would be disappointed that you didn't watch it. I feel like it's more like very Korean cinema. They do weird shit like that to freak you out. (laughs) Yeah, and And it totally works. He's sitting there yelling, "Oh God, I could still see out of it." It's like dangling out of his fucking head. (laughs) You would be able to. (laughs) And the sound effects instead of. Cutting the the optic nerve, he just yanks it oh, out, and they make no, like a squishing no. noise. <laughs> that tearing, yeah. And then there's that like snap back and suction. <laughs> Dave is taking off his headphones again, ladies and gentlemen. Dave's gonna fucking vomit. <laughs> okay, really quick though, all of that's realistic minus the snapping <laughs> or the re- the recoil. Case, can I be honest with you, though? The, the left eye gang is probably my absolute favorite part of the ridiculous. I have to agree with that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're, yeah. Right, because they start out in the beginning, and they're farcical and fun, and every time they show up, they're silly and incompetent, and I absolutely love the combination of Steve Zahn and Will Forte. And Nick Swartzen. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, Nick Swartzen, too, Nick right? Nick Swartzen is... I mean, in bit parts, he's fantastic. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, he's actually the best part of the movie, personally. I I don't know that I would go that far. Well, he just had the smallest part that every time he he did something, it was impactful. I remembered him the most, anyways. Okay. Yeah, he was one of the few that every time he delivered a line, it was genuinely funny in both the (laughs) line and delivery. Yes. He was fucking tight, man. Group synergy. God bless the Left Eye Gang. Although, even Nick Swartzen, because even once I realized it was Nick Swartzen, I started laughing at his lines after that, but I wasn't laughing at the lines. I was in my head thinking, I was murdered. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I was laughing at. Dave, you brought this up earlier. Your theory was that they put a bunch of semi-funny people in here to remind you of all the funny things they did to distract you for all the unfunny things that right. were happening in this movie. Like, Whitney Cummings is in this fucking movie. Yeah. I have no idea what she said in the movie, but I recognized, oh, yeah, that's Whitney Cummings. You remember that one stand-up that was kind of... Remember when she made a sex doll of herself? That was funny, <laughs> wasn't it? Oh, oh, she's done in the movie? Oh, well. Oh, my God, look at that guy. Yeah, 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 yes. Of course. I don't remember his name, but David Spade does that as General Custer. 
as a tiny, adorable general Custer. And I like that, you know. Custard with a D. No, it is not with a D. He's not a fucking dessert, dessert. Casey. He is. (laughs) I do like the fact that it seems like literally it's Adam Sandler on a vacation. Obviously, we all know this. But then people just show up and visit. Like, Vanilla Ice comes around and is like, hey, motherfuckers, I'm Mark (gasps) Twain. Oh, Vanilla Ice's Mark Twain is so good, though. It's so good. (laughs) It's... I'm not going to say it's good. Yes, it's it is. It's fucking something, it's man. It's genuine. Can I date myself? Yes. Can I date myself for a moment? Vanilla Ice channels, if anybody's old enough to remember this, when Britney Spears and Kevin Federline were married, yeah. and he tried to launch his music career off of hers. <laughs> and you need to go on YouTube and look up Popo Zhao, and there's an MTV <laughs> Behind the scenes, like world premiere, Kevin Federline premieres his new song, Popo's Out, and you get to watch him jam out to his own awful ass song in the most confident and cocky way. (laughs) He looks like if Ratatouille had a burgeoning meth problem before he goes completely off the rails, we're like, hey, there's something going on with so-and-so. It is the greatest thing, and Vanilla Ice channels it perfectly. Perfectly. Yeah. He brings up modern hip hop like Mark Twain and he plays really well with David Spade. Well, I play really well with Vanilla David Ice plays a hip hop Mark Twain really well while David Spade is present in the scene. What do you mean? I mean, David Spade, name one joke David Spade actually had in this fucking movie. Shit. All I was going <laughs> to say is The Emperor's New Groove. Hey, it's the exactly. llama for the- <laughs> You were right, thinking about right. other things he was funny yeah, in. Yeah, but I right. couldn't stop. I liked him on SNL, too. John Lovitz? John Lovitz? Oh, John Lovitz was in was this, yes. Rat race. Was there a joke he delivered in it? <laughs> right. That's why Vanilla Ice is the standout performance of this, because he's the only one that we remember anything of his performance in this. Because he's never done anything good that left us with a good feeling. This is the first. Dave, David Spade made a Home Alone joke when Rob Schneider slapped his face. Boom, David Spade joke. How long ago did we ask you about a David Spade joke? <laughs> I know, what? like probably, probably a long time ago. That's not the point. I got one. It's been a pretty long time. <laughs> but, okay. through his notes. <laughs> I think Jay just rewatched half of the fucking movie because he's been really quiet. Okay, but he did get you, Dave. He made yeah, a Home Alone did. joke, and it was Sick funny. Bird. So suck on that. What about Nick Nolte? Did he make any jokes? Because I didn't hear any. And all I wanted to do is just like get one of those brushes he used to clean out straws and get his throat. Yeah. So oh my much God. Someone give this man a recall. So Ricola. much phlegm. No, he needs, what's that little phlegm monster drug? Mucinex? Mucinex. Yeah, he needs a lot of mucinex. He's very wet inside. He's dry (laughs) on the outside. He needs to switch. (laughs) He needs to switch. Series of syllables that's real uncomfortable. (laughs) Wet on the inside, dry on the outside. Casey's starting a new podcast called Inside Nick Nolte. (laughs) Outside tartar sauce. No, it's inside outside. Each week she rates the relative dryness of both the inside and outside of a different celebrity. 
I'm gonna make my theme song the wet ass pussy song, but it's gonna be that's a dry old man. And just I'm gonna rate old men <laughs> and their dryness in Hollywood. Scorsese. Um you need a light moisturizer, but not too much. You look oily, so maybe matte. Matt for you. Dave Juice, you guys watch have watched a lot more westerns than I am. <clears throat> How does this compare to a normal Western? Oh, it doesn't. I, uh, it doesn't. Yeah, like, it hits a lot of the same, like, elements. You know, there's tumbleweeds and towns and... This compares to regular Westerns like scary movie compares to scary movies. I don't... It, it's, it's not a really pure a spoof fucking movie, parody. though. No, it's a parody. It, it, it's it's a pretty... It, they're spoofing... They're almost directly spoofing The Magnificent Seven. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Okay, all right. I guess I don't know enough about Westerns. It's just I really, really lazy. Yeah, it definitely was like, hey, we should do that. And then, and then they just did it, and they didn't put any thought into it. I feel like they tried to both it, do too much sketch comedy and do, tell a contiguous story. Yeah, very much that, because it did not need to be two hours long. But we have so many goddamn comedians in this fucking movie, and they've all got a tight 30 they're bringing to the fucking stage. I guess I have I have a final question for everybody. Where does the Ridiculous Six rank on your Adam Sandler movie list? Oh, is it man. the worst? No. No. It's not Waterboy, but it's... yeah. I gotta on. look I gotta, up everything he's done. I not know. I gotta look but... at what all he's guilty for here. Okay. There's Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill Asterisk, we've None of us have ever seen Jack and Jill. Is it movie that he acts in? Because like Deuce Bigelow male gigolo. Yes. Be- I'm gonna say movies that he, he acted, has act that he's starred in. Click Spanglish, Fifty First Dates. Have you seen yes. those? I liked Fifty First Dates. That those that was one of his more like a good job doing serious. Mm-mm. No, it's fucking terrible. Fifty First um, Dates was passable. I guess it was compared fine. to the one. Yeah, I mean I'm not a big romance fan, like, but I feel like in this film. He really channeled Little Nicky in a Western, like his like raspy voice, because he yeah. kept that voice yeah. the whole time in Little Nicky, but more Westerny voice. Uh, out of I'm gonna say I've seen like twelve Adam Sandler movies. I'm gonna say this is in the bottom six. I've seen a lot more than twelve Adam Sandler movies, and. I count some Adam Sandler movies among movies that I really enjoyed, right? Like uh, uh, Airheads is a movie that I absolutely loved growing up. Happy Gilmore was fantastic. So uh, I would also put this in the bottom six movies that I've seen. Yeah, that's a good call. Absolutely. And like, look, there's a lot of Adam Sandler that has not aged particularly fucking well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Happy Gilmore, a lot of it has not aged super fucking That's why well. I don't watch it anymore. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, there's a lot. But there's still at least characters in it worth actually seeing, and there's funny lines in it. This didn't even have that. Like, I'd, I got to put this alongside, like, Eight Crazy Nights in that it's oh. it's incredibly Adam Sandlery and yet also very forgettable. I didn't wow, watch that. that's a fucking deep cut. I know, man. right? Okay, I made an Eight Crazy Nights reference like 
three months ago, and you d- it went right over. And you're like, what are you talking about? I feel personally attacked right I've now. I've never seen it. I'm Well, I'm sorry I don't remember any of the fucking just, movie. Yeah, just said it was very forgettable. You're a bad man. You're a bad man, David. I may have actually okay. seen that with you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yes, at least once, because I've seen it more than once. Oh, Dave's the bad man. It's time for us to hit the dusty trail and answer that question that we all came here for. 2015's Ridiculous Six, Dave, would you watch it again? Going straight to Dave. Fucking huh? no. <laughs> Absolutely not. This was the Adam Sandleriest Adam Sandler has ever been. It was incredibly forgettable. And it's way longer than it needs to be. It's just so goddamn long. Like, you could chop 30 minutes off of this easily and still feel like it meandered a little bit. So I'm not watching Ridiculous 6 again. And I'm really upset I had to watch it this first time. Juice, Netflix's attempt at a comedy western. Did it land for you? Would you watch it again? No. No. I, uh, I will admit there were points that I laughed. There were some points that were funny, but... For that 15%, no, I wouldn't come back and deal with the other 85% bullshit that this gave me. I It wasn't... It, it's, even sometimes Adam Sandler movies are fun. This wasn't fun at all. This was just unenjoyable, I would say. So, that's a hard pass here. Casey, put your spurs on. Dig into this old burrow. <laughs> You're gonna... And uh, watch The Ridiculous Six again. No. No, no I would not. This was painful. It was unnecessary procedure that your insurance is charging you double for painful. I would rewatch the scenes with Vanilla Ice and Taylor Lautner, but the rest of it just hurt my soul. It's normal Adam Sandler trash. I wish I would have walked out halfway through like half of the Native American staff tried to (laughs) because he was a fucking asshole to them, apparently. Um, No. I never want to watch this again. So thanks a lot for that, Jay. But I guess we should ask the man, the myth, the legend that did it to us. That's me. Jay, the ridiculous six, you son of a bitch. Would you watch it again? Okay, you guys keep harping on the same point. There's another sketch in here that I think could have been ripped out of that extra time and just done as a sketch. And it's John Turturro inventing baseball. It is very Monty Python. It would have worked if it wasn't shoehorned in to this giant plot that couldn't really figure out what it was doing. And I really laugh sometimes at The Ridiculous Six. There were points that I was enjoying myself, but two hours is too long, and I'm, I, I just I can't. No, I would not watch The Ridiculous Six again. All right, that's a hard pass, ladies and gentlemen. Cinemites. The verdict is in. Oh. Four out of four of us will not sit down and watch The Ridiculous Six again. It was too long, and it wasn't funny enough. I I would say sorry, Adam Sandler, but I really don't give a fuck. You could probably stop. I don't know. He got four You've more. You've never invited me on vacation, so fuck him. Right. Nah. And he's got three more that he's got to do for Netflix after this. I don't know how Ew, if they're going to no. stick with this. Yeah, this was like a four-movie yeah. four deal that he signed with them, so... We might get and some Will more Smith shitty. doesn't have to curse to sell rap records. <laughs> oh. You know, I was just thinking this was Netflix's Netflix trying to figure out what they were going to do for Ballad of Buster Scruggs because they made that after this, and it's a very similar concept of the comedy western. And Nick Nolte's in that, too. Oh. So he's hanging out with Adam Sandler? No, Adam Sandler's not in that one. You know what? I'm just... 
I'm just ready to put Sad Sad West in my the rear view of my covered wagon. <laughs> so I think we need to ship out, head east, and next week is the beginning of a new month. Frenemies. Frenemies? What's a, What's a frenemy? frenemy? You know what a frenemy is. Frenemies are friends that you don't really like and they don't like you and you might kind of secretly end up sabotaging each other because maybe you started as friends, but like you want to see the friend be the friend and you like want to take over someone's life. I don't know. That doesn't, that doesn't sound like friendship to me. No. Eh, it's just a different kind of friendship. All right. So I'm bringing a really obscure but really wonderful film called The Photon Effect. Ooh. I had to use my uh, rare DVD connection to this. Super strange video. Absolutely amazing. If you have a movie you can't find anywhere else, almost promise this guy can get it for you. He's incredible. He really is. On that note... If you guys have a bad movie we should review or just want to say hi, check out the Shitty Cinema Facebook page, sh.ttycinema, Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, and that's PPL, shittycinema.com, or check out Instagram at casey.cinema. If you want to help support us, check out the Patreon page, and as always, let's turn off the lights. I think it's a fire pit. <laughs> take our friends on vacation. All sit around fire pits. And make a terrible film about it. Oh my god, I caught myself on fire. <laughs>